The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss maximizing your growth potential with data-driven SaaS lead generation tools. Joining us is Gianna Barrett, who is the founder and chief marketing expert at First Page Strategy, a global growth marketing agency that partners with product-led companies looking to achieve high volumes of sustainable growth. First Page Strategy is structured to mirror some of the technology's best-in-class marketing teams across bootstrap startups, acquired unicorns, and Fortune 500 companies. And they also rank number 129 on Inc. Magazine's 5,000 list for the Pacific region's fastest-growing private companies. Yesterday, Jana and I talked about how to do lead generation for SaaS companies, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about some of the best artificial intelligence tools for marketers. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Gianna Barrett, the founder and chief marketing expert at First Page Strategy. Gianna, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hello, nice to be here. Thanks for having me back. Excited to have you back on the show and continue our conversation where yesterday we were talking about filling the top of the funnel, doing lead generation. And my takeaway was you got to know your customers. You got to know where they want to find content. You got to figure out a way to get them from that source to your website so you can capture information. Boy, lead generation is simple when you boil it down like that. Obviously, the devils are in the details, and it's not as simple as I'm making it out to be, but it may be getting easier. We are seeing a wave of new technologies and tools to help marketers. Most of them have two letters in front of them, AI. Talk to me about what you've seen from AI tools, and are any of them actually useful yet for marketers? That's a loaded question. (laughs) I think we're in a phase right now where AI has exploded exploded in conversations in a very short amount of time. It's all over the place. And I think that most marketers are still in a phase of testing, figuring out what can work and not work. That's certainly what we're doing at FPS. We just started like a really fun AI buzz channel in Slack at our company and everybody's sharing what they're testing and what they're using. So one thing I do want to point out is that I feel strongly about is that AI is a wonderful way to supplement what marketers are doing or make us more efficient 
But we're definitely not there yet where it can replace the work that marketers are doing. But when you have a human element and AI working together, we're definitely seeing some things that can make us faster and more efficient and spend less time in the weeds, right? Which I'm all about. So one of the things that our team is playing around with is just different prompts in ChatGPT, which is like the tool everybody's talking about, which I can go into with some other ones that aren't ChatGPT, but using ChatGPT and playing around with prompts that are gonna help the channels and work that we already do. So a fun one would be finding your customer's pain points. So in our last episode on lead generation, we talked about in order to do lead generation properly, you need to really understand your customer and their pain points, their problems, how you solve them. So using a prompt like identify current customer pain points for my business industry by analyzing recent online reviews and social media mentions, that's a great thing to do. Prompts is a great place to start. Uh, It's funny, we nerd out a little bit with you. We're automating as much as we possibly can for multiple reasons. One, stay, you know, up with the technology trends. We're figuring out what we can use on our podcast to then give to our customers. One of the things I was thinking is how do we automate the process of doing things like writing our intro script? Well, we get triggers from our marketing automation, our content automation service. And when somebody schedules an interview, we automatically write the introduction and outro and questions for each podcast. To be honest, I haven't started using them yet because they're not as good as a human writing them, which gets to your point about the sort of sandwich effect. You give a prompt, you get the results, and then you still have to review them to make sure they're right. The human sandwich and the artificial intelligence is the meat. But yeah, we're using tools like Monday, Trigger Zapier, to then feed a conversation to ChatGPT, which then sends it to a Google Doc and formats it and puts it in the right place. That's kind of the level of work that we're doing. But the prompt writing is really challenging. Where are you going to learn about how to write the best prompts? There's a guy that I follow on Instagram, actually, who I think has brilliant updates about ChatGPT and other AI tools. It's Sharma Deepak at Ask Your Digital Agency. So I've saved a lot of his content, honestly. He'll put out marketing prompts to test. Another one that I think was brilliant from him was everybody thinks that Google's algorithm is a black hole that we can't figure out, right? We specialize a lot in SEO at FPS, so we're really talking a lot about the algorithm changes and the black magic of trying to figure out what's going on there. But he said, use a prompt, analyze recent changes in Google's search algorithm and provide SEO recommendations for my website and then put your URL which is genius. So yeah, he's great. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. 
Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. I've been following the Ben's Bytes newsletter, and most of that's just here's all the different tools that are coming out that are artificial intelligence tools. But have you heard of DataBerry yet? I haven't. We're testing DataBerry. Theoretically, honestly, I haven't figured out if it works yet or not, but you can scrape all the data from your website. You just give them your sitemap and it'll basically train a large language model using your data. And what we're trying to do is figure a way to feed this service the ability to get all of our transcripts for all of our podcasts so we can ask it questions about what are the central themes of the podcast or how would you summarize or who are the guests or figuring out maybe we would turn our podcast into a book at some point. But you can create your own large language model using a bunch of different tools. It's not exactly prompt writing. What are some of the other ways that you're using artificial intelligence? Are there any tools that you love? I think with the lead generation stuff, again, we talk about this. So we're testing page GPT, which allows us to build landing pages quickly instead of spending a ton of time on website development and just being able to push out tests for our different ads and stuff like that. So that's a cool one. And we're playing around with some internal process ones. As a remote company, there's so much you need to do with process documentation or sharing processes or different ways of communicating with the team. And so there's a couple like video documentation and how-to video ones. Wow is a how-to video one and guide is video documentation of processes. Because we do a lot of process documentation at our agency because when someone leaves, then basically all the intelligence of a channel they were owning or a client they were owning leaves with them. But how do you build documentation of the things that your teams are doing without it being this heavy lifting, write out a six-page document every quarter and update it, right? So we're looking at some of the internal tools to help us improve the way we're working. And then meeting AI tools, how do we take automated notes, build automated agendas instead of having people write out a page of notes 30 minutes after they get off a Zoom call, right? So a lot of internal process automation is what we're looking at as well. Yeah, one of the things that I thought about is I should record all of my meetings and then have ChatGPT summarize it and then create the tasks and then automatically put the tasks into my task list so I'm not missing things. At some point here, we're creating more and more work for ourselves. And I thought artificial intelligence was supposed to be taking work off of our plate. Have you found any tools that you find are like, I have to use this, I'd be lost without it? Ask me this again in a year. We're just kind of playing around and testing. There's so much coming out. It's a wave that's like, it's like drinking from a firing hose in some ways. So I feel like every day, every week, there's a new tool coming across my plate and I'm just pinging them off to the different various teams at my company or looking at it myself. So there's nothing that I live and die over at this point. How about you? Truthfully, there's a website, chat.openai.com, which is the URL for ChatGPT. And once you have the search, the web browsing, I think that that's been very powerful So just today, hey, I'm looking for new office space. Here are my criteria. Here's how much I want to pay. Here's the area I want to look in. What are the available spaces? And it gave me a list of three or four spaces in the area. I'm like, okay, cool. 
do a little legwork for me, do some research. That's always wonderful. Figure out the uh, EBITDA annualized based on my current yearly performance by looking at my P&L data. Just doing some basic things for me. The biggest one I had, we had a sponsor who wanted to cancel their sponsorship after the auto renewal happened. And I didn't really know how to respond. It's like, hey, you're 15 days into a 90-day agreement. We stated terms. We don't want bad relationships with anybody, but you missed the cutoff date. How do I respond to this email? And I took their email and said, how do I respond to make sure I am securing the sponsorship and building the relationship, but also maximizing for my revenue? And ChatGPT wrote a wonderful email response that was way less crass than what I was going to write. And it turns out it ended up preserving the relationship and we extended the sponsorship and we just had to delay the extra 90 days or something along those lines. So saying what you want out of an email, and I think that my personal copywriting and lead generation, just using chat GPT to help answer questions I'm not sure how to answer quickly and more succinctly has been really useful for me. And then I mentioned the chat GPT to Monday to Zapier to Google Docs. I'm like really excited about how we did that but we haven't really implemented it too much. I know our social media team has really benefited off of some of these AI tools like ChatGPT. Just like you're saying, I think social media is so time consuming and it's a channel that doesn't get a lot of love. When I look at what we do for our clients, like it's very easy to tie numbers and growth and revenue to SEO or content or lead generation and use all the data, but social media still kind of is a brand awareness channel and people don't Sometimes that SaaS companies or B2B companies or tech brands don't really see the value of it, but it takes so much time just to do like a bare minimum, keep the lights on strategy and really being able to automate just content creation for many different social media posts and then image creation with all the like design image AI tools that are coming out has saved a ton of time, I know, for our social team. All right. That's the last one I'm going to ask you about. Look, copywriting, no brainer. Tell me how you're using artificial intelligence to do visual asset creation, because we've created podcast logos using artificial intelligence, but it's still a manual process. It's mostly like, give me a background with a cloud in it, and then I'm putting pictures and words and stuff over it. How are you using visuals and what's your tool set look like? Well, personally, it's not me. (laughs) It's our design team. I know that they just shared something that they're playing around with, Adobe's Firefly, their new AI tool, still in beta, apparently. And they shared a video with a couple mind-blown emojis next to it. Our designer did about what he was able to do of just putting a boat in the middle of the water, just totally changing someone's outfit, like taking a photo of someone and saying, I want them to now wear this instead of this. And completely manipulating photos and having it be like instantaneous and no work for the designer. So Adobe Firefly seems like a cool tool coming out. All right. Adobe Firefly, chat GPT, maybe a little Zapier chat GPT integration here or there. There's a bunch of different tools that are coming out. The truth is you mentioned in the beginning, we're in the artificial intelligence sandwich phase. You put something in, you get some results, you still have to refine them no matter what the channel is. We're not quite ready for artificial intelligence to take all of our jobs, but the future is here. What are you most excited about moving forward and where do you hope ChatGPT or artificial intelligence takes over? 
I'm just excited about the efficiency. Like I said before, just time consuming manual tasks sometimes in marketing that take up a lot of marketers brains that are not necessarily strategic, but you have to do them writing keywords for landing pages or whatever it is that just are long time consuming processes. The most we can take some of those long processes and make my team more efficient. So their brains are used on strategy and analysis and data mining and stuff like that, the better. I would love it if my team didn't have to do busy work. It's the gift and the curse. We're all going to have to be thinkers. Mm -hmm. And honestly, most of the time we get down in the busy work and it gives us a time to sort of decompress. Maybe we're going to have to take more time off. Next thing you know, we'll all be living in Honduras. (laughs) I think that's a good place to drop it off. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Gianna Barrett, the founder and chief marketing expert at First Page Strategy. If you'd like to get in touch with Gianna, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit her company's website, which is firstpagestrategy.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schaap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.